Hey, hey, we're leagues ahead of talking sauce, so. <laughs> Whoa! Alright, 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 boys and girls. Welcome back to Starting Five. We are here live in the final four, the Starting Five final four. We got, as always, your host, loyal Dylan, uh, former sports legitimate journalist. Tebow's got to start in a little bit late today, so you'll notice that our energy is a little bit lower than normal, hence the fumbling of the bag on the introduction. But as always, Dylan, with me in the co-moderator chair, he's starting to get cozy over there. We got we got Chase. Bah, 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 bah. Woo! Just happy to be here. <laughs> Just happy to be involved. Yeah, happy to be a, happy to be a part of something. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> it feels good, doesn't it? <laughs> I didn't start this because I have an interest in fantasy sports. I started this to have a thing to do. <laughs> Well, today in the final four, we have got the rematch to end all rematches. The very first uh, bracket finale of Cartoon Network coming back together. We have Dylan Tebow's number one overall rated fives five coming in hot. Tebow in the building. Undefeated. (laughs) <laughs> went in with a little swagger this time uh, <laughs> i'm stoked about it guys <laughs> and the competitor in in the blue corner we have the five seed seattle divinity coached by none other than co-host cody oh yeah blue team rules <laughs> team blue always oh, yeah. has been always will be team blue <laughs> Well, before we hop into what makes this episode different from what made the Cartoon Network final um, on April 25th of 2021, so it's been quite a bit since that Ah. fucking game happened. (laughs) Um, That doesn't even feel like it's right. That's the date that is posted when I just looked earlier. I feel confident that's wrong. I mean, we probably recorded it a good month before then. You weren't you weren't right. doing this next day air shit back then. Though. That's fair. Yeah, I was I was a little more ahead of myself back then. Now yeah. it's like fuck it. I'm we surprised. You're banking. It's true. And I mean, I hadn't even started like the shout out Tebow for the the Garage Band template. Like it was like these episodes are forty fucking minutes, and there's nothing that we can do about it. <laughs> Dude. That was the uh, Cody shut the fuck up era. <laughs> I don't miss it. <laughs> I don't miss it. <laughs> hey, hey, we're leagues ahead of talking sauce. So, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> well, you know, considering we haven't put up a lot of content in the last couple months, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna argue that one too much. I was about to say, y'all have been sort of chill on that. On oh, the guys, are you, you guys on? at least, huh? Are you on that, Tebow? <laughs> This fucking guy. I produce the thing. I produce, wow. edit, edit, and upload the thing, man. He's there live. He's in the shits. Do you even watch the YouTube videos? I'm in those, son. I have my own camera. Straight up. That's wild. Shouts yeah. to Starting Five, by the way. Go go subscribe to them. There. They're putting you mean up. talking sauce? 
Duncan no, Sauce. He means starting five. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> that was a Freudian slip, but it was actually. We are on top of our game, boys. Let's keep it going. Oh, yeah. Keep that momentum rolling. Well, this is a good plug for Talking Sauce, too. That's why we mentioned plug. it. Great was perfect, too, because we're like getting back to it. Like I said, we haven't put like anything up. So go check us out now while we're uploading new content. Nice. All-Star weekend or something, <laughs> NHL is going on. There's talk. If, if you this like is, the NHL. There's there's talk. There's sauce, and we're talking about it. You know, that's the... <laughs> no, I'm going to subscribe but... to Talking Sauce right now. Holy shit, a live subscription. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> listening, go ahead and do that while you're I'm going to go, go check it out right now. So I don't know. While y'all are How do you find it? Drop that. <laughs> I'll send you a link later. Let's keep all right, it all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's keep it professional. <laughs> While we're keeping it professional, I've been trying to make this transition for three minutes now. I'm going to read my extensive And you're not going to make it. No, on the Cartoon <laughs> Network final, I will mute all of you if necessary. Whew. Okay. <laughs> Tebow working through so far up to this final four in the regular season, which is to say the initial tournament. Defeated Chase in the first episode in an all-timer, wherein Aku was silenced by Shaggy, and Johnny Bravo was completely uh you know <laughs> proven, proven to not be a diddler there's no diddling in johnny bravo's past and that's canonical and yet <laughs> it just wasn't enough for chase's team big <laughs> loss for cool. diddlers everywhere you know they had a real uh <laughs> they had a real guy to look up to there they had an icon <laughs> But, uh, God, what a real sliding doors moment. Imagine Chase pulls out that victory. Is it him sitting here now and Tebow is in the other chair? What a thing oh. to think about. But it didn't happen. So, in the next <laughs> But it doesn't game, matter. So. <laughs> that's what it says here in my notes. Uh, in the next game, Tebow defeated White Kenny on the strength of the backcourt of number five and Blossom. They really figured it out. Kenny's still mad about that. And then in the final defeated Cody in a game that we will circle back to and talk about later. As far as in the big tournament, Tebow beat the number eight seed, Steven Seltzer six. It was a real breakout game for Aku. As hell he of a matchup. Hell of a matchup. Hell of a game. <laughs> there, was, there was a lot of coaching involved in that one, oddly enough. It's one of the, one of the strongest coached games that I think we've had so far. There was On both sides. Some great uh, halftime speeches. The halftime speeches alone are worth going for. <laughs> they were wonderful. And, uh, of course, Blossom got her flowers. I made that joke then. I thought it was funny. I'll make it later. We'll Moving on. <laughs> hey, I've got you laughing on on, uh, on Hey, record, you so bastard. Don't even. <laughs> As for Cody's side in the regular season, he beat Peanut on the strength of the god of basketball and a lot of stretchy dunks. Then in the second game, he beat me in a game I don't really remember much about, but I'm sure I'm a little bit pissed about. And then in the final, lost to Tebow in a game that we will circle back to. As far as in the Big Tune tournament, he beat me again as the 12 seed Cleveland Cowabunga in a game that I vividly remember and do believe I stood a chance in. And then survived an absolute goddamn back alley fight against Justin's four seed bad boys wherein everyone pretty much got hurt, but Cody's team earned his playoff scars and they sort of figured their shit out. So here we are in this game. As for the last final that you two were in, the last game you were in, the final, 
I got a lot of notes. Feel free to chip in as we go with the notes. And I guess I'll sort of transition my notes into talking points, and then we can get this episode rocking. Uh, the first thing that happened is, of course, the lineups, which I probably should have mentioned earlier. This is how the teams lined up in the last game. Now, let me know if y'all want to switch things up. Now would be a great time. For Tebow's team, we had number five at the point, Blossom at the shooting guard, Aku at small forward, and he sort of nestled into that role in the last game. Action Hank at power forward, General Grievous at center. Now, that was the lineup at the end of the episode. It did not start that way. There's a lot of roster movement going on in that. Dynamic, it's a fluid team. We've been over this. We've been over this. As long as we make the calls, it's legit. It's true. They're, you they're know, intentional positional changes. That's the caveat we agreed on. They're very intentional. Basketball's so positionless these days. I mean, you pretty much you got your ball handlers, you got your shooters. You it's a game, it's a game of all stars, man. It's a game of stars, and that's what my team has. It is. That's what it is. It's it. It's about supporting the one guy that's going to score, and we just happen to have five of them. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? I love it. As for Cody's team, this is how he lined up on that fateful day and whenever the hell it was. We have Jake the Dog at point. At shooting guard for this game, we had Kevin Levin. I don't know if we'd like to stick with that. We'll get in there. Uh, small forward, we had the God of Basketball. At power forward, we had Panthro. And at center, we had that big motherfucker, Fiskerton Saturday. <laughs> Cody, we liking that? Or are you thinking about thinking about bumping GOB back to shooting guard? Uh, I'm actually going to do some real, some real life basketball shit and Ooh. put the ball the most in the guy's hands. I want it. And I'm going to put GOB at point. Oh shit. And I'm going to bring a stretchy shape-shifting JTD, Jake, the dog on uh, Aku there. Ooh, stretchy on stretchy. <laughs> I like it. Okay. So we got got a basketball at the point going up against number five. Kevin Levin versus Blossom, Jake the Dog versus Aku, in just like a amicable. I'm just here to have a good time. Stretchy Dog versus God of Death and Darkness and Time Traveling. Stretchy Aku, and then Action Hank on Panthro, Grievous on Fiskerton. Okay, that's oh, about it's about where we line up. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Well, the first note that I took in listening back to this episode, which is very funny and we should all go back and listen to it, was that Tebow won the coin toss to talk first and he deferred. So Cody began talking. <laughs> I, I also listened to it. I enjoyed that. <laughs> Immediately, I about that one. <laughs> Cody took a real anti-Tebow's team approach. So I will be looking a little more into what is good about Cody's team in this one as opposed to what is bad about Tebow's team. Because uh, while there are plenty of faults and everyone who has gone against him has pointed at them, he just keeps things together with that crazy locker room shit that's going on <laughs> back there with General Grievous's guards keeping Blossom in, in line. Um, I think that's as good of a transition as I'll get. So uh, 
Hashtag free blossom. Did he watch the last episode? Hashtag free Abigail. Hashtag free number five. He's made all uh, of them. Follow our Instagram. Yo, number five is the mastermind behind it. What do you mean? Yeah, you're no. lying. <laughs> no, no, no. Never forget. Never forget that number five turns away in the locker room as General Green. Out of necessity. <laughs> because five, because she knows she can't watch it, but she knows she knows. It has to happen. <laughs> Blossom always performs well. Number we five, saw it in the last game. We saw it in the last game. She's Continue. the empathetic villain, okay? She's who the viewers are watching saying, God, someone get her out of there. Chaotic good. Fault. Chaotic good. <laughs> Chaotic good, number five. Jesus. Well, that's a lovely background. Follow us on Instagram to figure out what we're talking about. Hashtag yeah. free Blossom. <laughs> keep that going. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. Well, um, another big talking point. <laughs> we got number five in the house. Hell, yeah. That shit-eating grin of hers is so good. <laughs> um, speaking of number five, we established, well, Tebow established that number five is better than LeBron James. We established. Oh. We agreed. And that she can jump at least five feet in the air, her feet. Like her feet can clear five feet into the air. She can jump pretty high. I'm not saying she's better than LeBron James, but she is a phenomenal athlete. So I'll give her like some of those accolades. I'm sorry. Tebow's over here, like light switch affecting I, number five. And it's sorry, the- I, I was trying to figure something out. I was hoping y'all could ignore it. I apologize. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. I, I thought it'd be funnier if I called it out. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. You need to upload a video for this, man. I really do. I need to. Yeah. Really when are we going to get on YouTube's? Like, Talking Sauce has a YouTube channel. What the fuck? We're starting Five's YouTube channel. Well, Come on. Talking Sauce has a producer. Oh yeah. Starting Five <laughs> just has me, baby. Wait, they have a producer? <laughs> You're telling me we don't have a director and a scriptwriter for your commercials? That's all. What's Peanut do? I thought Peanut was involved in some caliber. Isn't it Control Alt's producer or some shit? Isn't that what Peanut says? <laughs> Good old control all producer. <laughs> Man, the rails, they're so far that way. <laughs> <laughs> he makes the tunes. He's involved, the control all producer. Um, the first real point that was brought up in the last episode was that Aku's weakness is righteous spirits and that the god of basketball is a pure and righteous spirit. Cody attempted to say, and this is an exact quote, that every player on his team are divine weapons of the ankle-breaking variety, <laughs> which was a great line True. that I had to pull. Thank you. And it's, I mean, it, it something about it holds weight because Aku is weakened by righteousness, as is proven several times throughout Samurai Jack with the righteous weapon. Uh, and I mean, <laughs> we got Aku in the motherfucking house. And... I mean, the god of basketball is a god, and he bestows his godlike abilities on his team. So, like, I mean, it's a shame that Aku just had a real breakout game against uh, Steven's Seltzer Six in the last one, because I do feel like Aku is, just like in the last game Cody played against, a little bit weakened in this role. (laughs) Tebow, your background is terrifying. (laughs) 
you're gonna have to release this as just a video like <laughs> all the physical humor we're getting especially chase just no selling everything we do it's fucking magic it's dude so chase cool. chase was over it as soon as we started man <laughs> <laughs> nothing but love man he could like sense that this episode might take a while <laughs> it's just like damn my bed is like right there <laughs> i'm gonna say well it's time for halftime speeches and chase is gonna run down who he thinks wins matchups and we're just gonna wrap <laughs> this episode up in about 25 minutes and i respect it <laughs> all right i'll all right, shut continue. up for now <laughs> no sorry chase what you say i said continue okay <laughs> um so that point has to come back up at some point uh we'll figure that out um, Aku versus Jake standing at midcourt, just stretching and dunking, getting the rebound, stretching and dunking, taking the inbound pass for like most of a quarter. I don't see any reason why that shouldn't happen again. That was pretty funny. Um, we had, we had Cody make a bold triple double claim about Fiskerton Saturday saying that it's Fisker 10, 10 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, which is double. a little excessive on, on Fiskerton. But yeah. this is why I don't like these fucking uh, <laughs> without context. It sounds like I didn't totally make a joke in saying that. No, that's why All I right. pulled it out of context. Go ahead, Dylan. Continue your fucking line. your biased oh, tirade against me. Biased <laughs> tirade. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, we had Hank versus Panthro, which we will have again. The stretchy beard versus the stretchy arms. Interested to see some new stuff about that. There were some refereeing struggles, which I'm sure we'll have again, as far as keeping everybody on the court. <laughs> was there? Who were there, referees? There, there was some murmuring with the referees, and it was the final, so we let a lot of shit go. But since it's not quite the final, you know, there's a chance somebody will get tossed out of this game. Uh, we have a direct quote from Dylan Tebow. Grievous is a bitch at the end of the day. <laughs> what did I mean by that? What did I mean by that? You see what he does? You see what he does, Tebow? <laughs> not a bitch, not a bitch is in a pussy who steps down. He's a bitch is in he will listen to your commands. He is docile. He is docile. He will do what is behested of him. It's good because that quote that quote came right before, and I, I did pause dramatically because it was funny. The rest of the quote is he respects number five's authority. <laughs> Which is just as funny of a statement. He does, man. It just goes, it just speaks to what great a leader number five is. <laughs> that General Grievous would bow to the authority of a. Uh, have we established how old number five is? I mean, they're like in. She is, she is younger than 11. 13. She's younger than 13. I think she's the oldest, like she 11 is. or 12. There's, yeah, there's something is. there at least. <laughs> Um, those were, those were my points from the last one. I mean, Cody attacked a lot of, uh, Tebow's team's character, but we sort of got around a little bit of that, <laughs> a little bit of that with the chemistry in the backup. Um, last thing I have to say before I turn the floor over to you guys, uh, due to making the teams that lost in the elite eight a little bit happier, I have introduced a plot point that each losing team gets to bestow upon the team that beat them. Oh, God. Uh, the fun one, Tebow's team. Uh, Steven has decided that, if we all remember correctly, Amon crushed General Grievous' esophagus, 
Oh. Normally something like that wouldn't last an entire round, but because it was his plot point, General Grievous is now in full-blown, like the end of episode three, hacking up a lung. He's not getting up and down the court back-to-back times too well mode. So Grievous is a little bit handicapped. (laughs) That sucks. I'll speak on that. I'll speak on that later, but continue. There is time. And uh, as for Cody, uh, Justin's was pretty straightforward as well. Uh, Since that game went to, I believe, double overtime, and since it was against the bad boys, just everyone on Cody's team is physically and mentally wore out. So what the fuck is this? Whoa, what whoa, the whoa, fuck whoa. is it? No, 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 no. Hang on. Again with the you didn't bias. let me finish. You All didn't right, let good. me finish. You're always jumping in. So this just means if this game goes to overtime, Cody's team will be noticeably more tired. For the entire game, General Grievous is playing without a throat. I feel like these I, two I would are like to bad. I would like to talk to uh, uh, moderator Chase for just a moment, if, if you guys don't mind. No, feel free. Chase, you hear how my whole team is affected? <laughs> yeah. And totally. Tebow's player is affected in a way we've seen him nearly defeat Obi-Wan fucking Kenobi at full health. Thank you. Yeah. And You've he's turned welcome. fully around. <laughs> and he's even claimed he's a bitch, so... <laughs> As in, he's obedient. <laughs> Tell him so to go understand. sit on the bench, then. He's the bottom bitch. Oh. Oh. Powerbomb. You know you know well, I already knew that. Powerbomb. Um, so is this only in play in the uh, in overtime, or is this? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely only in, like, maybe, like, a late-game stretch, but definitely overtime. Like, he's not – these are yeah. professional athletes. Oh, it's man. not impacting them in in the normal game cody you gotta close it out quick man gotta close it out in the fourth (laughs) i guess so (laughs) cody for what it's worth i'm kind of on your side that that's a little biased bullshit so i'm i'm not gonna ignore that fact but i'm not gonna try to lean into it in any of my arguments so i'll at least give you that i appreciate that nor will i lean into uh grievous i feel you've dispelled that with everybody you've gone against i think i might be the only one that didn't bring it up (laughs) if i think about it i don't know grievous is a killer man long killer he's thank i appreciate you i appreciate you look at us look at look how much i've grown in the past year (laughs) it was getting along yeah proud of you proud of you both all right well on to the first most important thing who's taking the opening tip for the both of you Jump ball, who we got? I guess it's I guess it's JTD, man. Jake's <laughs> gonna stretch up there. I'm going to coup. I'm actually gonna take Steven's advice from the last game. I'm gonna put a coup up there. Fair. <laughs> Very fair. All Action right. Hank got up there and did okay, but Aku saw it happen and was like, I can do that better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oof. All right. Well, our first hard decision of the game, Chase. Who do we think wins the opening tip between stretchy Aku and stretchy Jake? Yeah, so so this isn't really a question about height, you know. It's more of a question about reaction time. That's true. Reflex. Yeah, it, it's not it's not about full speed. It's about acceleration. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the ref's not <laughs> chunking the ball. You know? so, so stupid. I don't know if we have any stats on who is who is the faster stretcher, Aku or Jake the dog. 
I mean, I don't know. That's that's entirely up to you guys' imagination. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, Hold is on. it Googleable? Are, is, if <laughs> that, it are you using a lifeline? Hold on. <laughs> He's using a lifeline. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> This Everyone is, just hold on, please. This is what podcasts were meant for. This was not what I was looking for. I typed in a coup stretching and I, I found a video. I found a video, but that was a video of Aku and Samurai Jack doing stretching exercises before before a fight. That was oh, a scene. God. That was a scene in the show. I thought you just, were going somewhere entirely different. With yeah, that. I, th- I thought, I thought, I thought we I was going to have to say hashtag free Aku. <laughs> I, I was trying to find video evidence of him stretching, but it didn't work out. Oh, damn. Um, well, shit. Right off the bat, it feels to me like Jake would be faster. Just he's he's the more whimsical of the characters. I don't think it would be by much, but I mean, he's a little more spontaneous and Aku is a little more of the power. So, I mean, as far as arbitrarily what comes to my mind first, I'm willing to give that edge to Jake. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he ends up with the ball somehow. Right. Well, <laughs> like, Jake wins the tip. A crucial victory for Cody Steen. 17 points, Seattle Divinity. Just off the tip off. Just off the tip off. Just off the tip. Obviously. This is Tebow, you've been gone a little while, but we've uh <laughs> <laughs> we've been fucking around with the rules of basketball <laughs> all right well opening tip out of the way um let's hop in uh, i guess cody you can hop in first since i think we went tebow first all the time in the the last episode do you have any uh any changes in your first quarter philosophy or are we still we still, I mean, I mean, got a basketball taking point is actually pretty big. Talk me through that. Oh, okay. That that question <laughs> turned into a different question last minute. <laughs> All right. I looked at my notes. I was a good moderator. Um, yeah, man. I just uh I was thinking about just an and NBA history, basketball history, even street ball history. <laughs> when it matters most, when there's money on the court or if it's for that ring or whatever. You got to give it to LeBron or Kobe or Michael or whoever the fuck. You know what I mean? So I was just like, damn, I ca- I'm kind of doing myself a disservice by not letting God of basketball handle his team. You know, in, in a lot of ways, he's the leader of this team, but he's also a leader in like a spiritual sense. <laughs> I mean, these guys literally could not play basketball without him. So what was I thinking? Not having him as the point guard. That was my rationale. Um, as far as how it works on the court, I mean, if anything, it's just he's getting more assists, I, and we're seeing a lot more space being created, especially from Jake the Dog being kind of, in a way, freed up by being able to be smaller at the three position before he can get bigger. Mm. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, as interesting as it is, got a basketball at point. It's such a logical move, and I feel like like down the stretch when it mattered, he was pretty much like LeBron style, like you said, like. He was pretty much bringing the ball up the floor. Getting Jake the dog down there at small forward is, I, I like, I think that's opening his character up a little bit more. Cause again, he's got that limitless stretching. He can really bang around down there as opposed to the stretchy dunks from outside. <laughs> and it, I mean, it changes in my mind, just like the team with Jake the dog as the point guard is like, 
whimsical and you know there's a chance that he does some wild like lamello style crazy shit but with the god of basketball bringing the ball off the floor i'm it's a lot more like i don't know like not to shit on luca but like it's a lot more like luca like it's like we're down here i'm gonna get the switch that i want and i'm gonna score like we're (laughs) the god of basketball runs this team like a navy ship in my mind (laughs) Do, do you see a change in the way the team runs like that who me? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So I do see it. a change. Yeah. That, that's, that what definitely. Oh, that's what I was uh, talking about. <laughs> a little pivot from the levity to the serious. All right. I'm into it. We're all we're all falling deeper into the clutches of Aku's darkness. Speaking of the clutches of Aku's darkness, we have to take a commercial break. We will see you cats on the other side. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Scared Straight 2, Recharged. Do you have a kid who's acting out of line? Are some of your ducks not in a row? Then go ahead and bring them down to Scared Straight 2, Recharged. Scared Straight 2, Recharged is brought to you by General Grievous' Bodyguards. The Emperor is not liable for any physical, mental, or spiritual harm that befalls a child during Scared Straight 2, Recharged. All right, back from that extremely funny commercial break that I just did. I'm sure it was great. Um, We just learned that Cody has moved the God of Basketball up to point. It's created more assists, more space, a little less levity, a little more, a little more we're down to business here on this kind of game. Uh, Tebow, how do you feel about the matchup now? that it's no longer number five versus Jake the dog. It's number five versus the seven foot six God of basketball. Well, I would be honest. (laughs) It's a little, it's a little concerning. It's a little concerning. Uh, However, I do appreciate the matchup between Jake and a coup. I have to say, I think honestly for what a coup has going on now, because he, he's starting on his feet, a little different from how we've done before. I think that'll that'll just match up a lot better. They'll pair a lot better. And I'm going to be honest, this is going to be a case where our strategy is going to have to steer away from relying and leaning on number five's uh, sort of dynamic leadership. You know, usually she's she's not the most she, – she's not scoring the most baskets. She's probably getting the most assists, but, you know – uh, she, she's a real encore leader, and I feel like she will be a little more preoccupied with God of Basketball to play that role as heavily. <clears throat> um, but to compensate, to compensate, we're also going to lean a little bit more into the aggression of our team, which, <laughs> as you know, is something that we've always tried to really control and kind of keep gated uh, out of necessity. But with the circumstances now, I think we're going we're gonna to let everyone open up a little bit more we're going to let Action Hank really use his strength, <laughs> really use his strength. We're going to let Aku and Grievous really just open up their inhibitions a little bit. Um, we're probably going to take a few more fouls. We're probably <laughs> going to take a few more licks that way. Um, I like but we've we got other things in store. There's, there's two halves to this game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, as far as that matchup goes, I mean, we're going to, we're going to keep – Number five, very, very focused on just maintaining God of Basketball as much as she can. Um, Yeah. Frustrating them, aggravating them. Exactly. Everybody else else is valid. 
when it comes to, you know, ball to ball interaction between the two of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to be relying a lot on her dexterity and her agility to either shake them up or get around them, uh, whatever it is she has to do. But, I mean, yeah, that, that's, that's going to be an interesting move. That's going to be a very uh, good challenge for number five as a player. Uh, I, I, I'm confident that she'll she'll play a role there very well. All right, I like it. I do agree. I uh, that that matchup gets a lot tougher for poor number five to handle. Uh, but the Aku Jake the dog is very interesting, especially as as Tebow says they're gonna sort of they're gonna sort of let the lion out a little bit. You know, they're gonna <laughs> they've played so many games where Tebow has just been screaming on the sidelines for them to not foul. For them to not foul out of this game, don't pick up that flagrant two in the fourth quarter. There's going to be a lot of pent up aggression, a lot of pent up frustration that's going to get out in this game. <laughs> but you know, but keep in mind, off uh, off the record, off the court, we were we work on that discipline a lot. So I think they're ready. I think they're ready to to kind of get a little more length on that leash. All right. So you're telling me that. General Grievous is going to take off the ankle weights, Rock Lee style, and just start <laughs> fucking. <laughs> a little bit. And of course, in aggression of course, anyway. <laughs> of course, because of his condition, he can't move around a lot. But we're talking, I mean, we're talking in those real close quarters interactions. Oh, um, to, to get the ball, one, to get the ball from folks, which we know is a, is a big, uh, big strength of his with the forehands and all that. For sure. Uh, and, you know, just to get around people, to, to send it to Blossom, send it to Hank to get those baskets. Um, of course, five will be preoccupied, but when she can get open, she she's getting the ball. Um, and I see Grievous yeah. now in his – and, again, I mean, it's it's a weakened state. It's not in an immobile state. But even now, I mean, he's – when he posts up down low, he was always a little bit of a dirty bastard. But now mm-hmm. that he's like – Ah, uh, if they get the ball, they can they can get down the court a little quicker than me. Now he's pulling out all the the uncle in the YMCA bullshit tricks. Yes, <laughs> yes. He's playing old man basketball in the paint. <laughs> nephew, that wasn't an elbow. That wasn't an elbow, nephew. What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. He's. I mean, he's like Duncan with three hands, and like one of the hands is like a little bit hidden by the cape, and it's pushing somebody down. And the refs might not see that kind of action. Like he's he's playing handsy down there. I didn't even think about him wearing his cape on the court. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to work that in my second half strategy. We're gonna figure it out. What does he <laughs> look like without the cape? Ew. He, he takes the cape off right before he goes against Obi Wan. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh yeah, he shrugs it off. It's he does. Good. He he like uncloses right. it and he just like. Okay. It's it's like sensual in a way. It's very oh, yeah. strange the way <laughs> he like kind of like. He kind of wiggles like a bug does when it's about it's an, to like it's threatening. It makes you hard, and that's the last thing you want to be before you fight someone or play basketball against them. So. <laughs> All oh right, God, I don't know about you, but I don't play good hoops when I'm horny. So. <laughs> Mentally <Good> preoccupied. <laughs> I love it. All right, well. You know what? We're sort of we're sort of at the at the simmer. We're getting to the boil. Let me just get out of the way. Let's move on. Let's get into halftime. Um, halftime speech, as we know, is the most important part of any basketball game. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll 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 reiterate that it was a big big factor in our last matchup. 
Tebow. Yeah. Uh, I think he did really well, but I really want to see something fresh and something new. <laughs> um, okay, okay. I'm excited to see what, what you and Cody have. Somebody different. Oh, we've, <laughs> we've got a cat on the pod. Shouts out the cat on the pod. Oh, you big old kitty. <laughs> All right, who wants to go first on the halftime speeches? Who's ready? Nose. Nose. Yeah, uh, what? Oh, oh I can. Nose. So does that mean I have to go? Okay. He's in Damn both. it. He's in no. both. Nose. Nose is <laughs> Cody, okay. who's making your halftime speech? What are they saying? You know, man, I had to do some thinking. This is like the halftime speeches of all halftime speeches for me, having lost to Tebow before. This is where I really needed to find someone who knows what it's like to never quit. So I got Rocky Balboa. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. It's and he says how many times you get hit. <laughs> exactly. Ready for its entirety? No. <laughs> please, please give us. All right, a, I'll, fine. I'll here we go. In. I'll clip it in. You ain't going to believe this, but you used to fit right here. Starting five team right here in uh, Cody's imagination. I'd hold you up to Cody. I'd say this this team's going to be the best team in the world. This team's going to be somebody better than anybody I ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching you. Every day was like a privilege. Then the time come for you to be your own team and take on the world, and you did. But somewhere along, you changed. You is stopped this a, being is this you. Legal? You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face like Dylan Tebow and tell you <laughs> you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame, like a big shadow, <laughs> a.k.a. Aku. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place. And I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. <laughs> you, me, and nobody's going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Oh, my God. You're goddamn right. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, due to copyright, we have to cut that out. But. Yeah, please cut that. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's got like a million bazillion views on YouTube just as an inspirational little snippet. <laughs> you're going to have to cut it. <laughs> it's going to be a shame, listener, when you're listening to that. You're like, what famous speech by Rocky Balboa did Cody just deliver in its entirety? I'm like, well, that, that's for us to know. <laughs> That was oh, great. That was fun. Thank that, you for indulging sick. me on that, guys. I wasn't that sure was if that. I was going to go for it, but I appreciate the, the, the go ahead. I respect it. I respect that you could have just gone with the last bit, which is the important part, but you instead went with the full, you went whole hog. I remembered that big shadow line and I was like, that's too perfect. That's there's a big shadow out there. Oh my God. Well, well done. Thank you. All right, Tebow, what you got? Who's who's making your halftime speech and what are they saying? Yeah, word for word. Word for <laughs> I don't know if I can do word for word, but I am going to go with. Oh, you know I'm trying to pull up my my little background here. Trying to give us a visual joke on an audio podcast. Trying to give you a visual joke on an audio podcast. <laughs> That's <I'm> my favorite. <laughs> Like, like, uh, Dylan, I don't know if you said this on air or not, Dylan Jeffrey, but it, this is for us anyway, so fuck it. <laughs> well, whatever, I can't, I can't pull it up, whatever. No. Rod, no. Brent, Rod Brendamore, head coach of the Carolina Hurricanes. <laughs> wow. I'm going to break it down for you. I'm going to break it down for you. Wow. What a poll. We're, what a season they're having. We're talking about, thank you, exactly. We're talking about a man 
<laughs> who <clears throat> captained the 2006 Stanley Cup Carolina Hurricanes. Ooh. We're talking about a man who came on as an offensive coach and turned around their offensive game. We're talking about a man who came on as the head coach, his first head coaching job uh, after his career. And there has been an exponential uh, increase in the hurricane success every season since. My point being is this is a man who understands how to be a champion. This is a man who understands how to motivate a group of individuals. (laughs) Um, I can't give you a word for word breakdown of what his speech would be. I'm not him. Just like last time, we're going to leave it to him to write the script. <laughs> but I can tell you, we're talking about a man who has enough passion to take, I think, about $25,000 fines for every cuss word he says on ice. And he'll <laughs> take those fines. He's taken three this season alone. Goddamn right. And. There's this one, there's this one locker room speech that he did for the Canes where the game was on his dad's birthday. And he did a thing where he made the game about winning it for his pops. He had him, he had called his pops on speakerphone, had the guys wish him happy birthday, had him tell him how much the hurricanes doing well meant to him in a similar vein. In a similar vein. Rob Moore, he's going to call up none other than the retired KND agent, Nigel Uno. Oh, my God. For number five, who, mind you, is tired as shit <laughs> and feeling feeling the pressure after trying to handle God of basketball. Um, to give her, and then as a leader, a, a, a distributed to the rest of the team, a motivation and an inspiration to, to bring up all spirits and to bring up all strength and effort to pull it out through the second half. All right. Damn, what a get. <laughs> Big get. Not, Big not get. only Rob Brindenor, but we also get Nigel Uno on the phone. Damn. Yeah, that's a two for one little like crane deal there. <laughs> they put one hey, quarter yeah. in, got two. Yeah. Hey, you know, hey. I had to look it up. He is a 2006 Stanley Cup champion. Bum, bum, so. bum. You think I don't fucking know my Hurricanes facts, bro? Come on. <laughs> when was the last time they won the Cup? Man? 2006. <laughs> <laughs> the very like same. I said, an exponential upward trend True. since he took on the coaching staff. And that's a fact. They were they were bums for a while, and then he came. I'm mean, gonna be honest. After when, after they won the cup, there was a big drop off. But <clears throat> now they're right back at it. All right. Yeah. Well, I love uh, I love looking at the just to harp on hockey for a second. I love looking at the power rankings each week. Uh, mm-hmm. And I am a I am a Canes fan, so it's exciting this year. But uh, mm-hmm. every fucking week, the power rankings for the Carolina Hurricanes go like. Uh, yeah, they're perfect. I don't know. Even if they're not number one, they're mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't change anything. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's amazing. It's very similar to Fives Fives. Just they have a great dynamic. <laughs> they're they're young. They're a little ragtag, but they have a great dynamic and they have good coaching and good leadership. And it's uh, it's in the pudding, man. I mean, you can't really argue much against. It. It's in the pudding. I'm putting the damn blossom background back up. <laughs> Free blossom. Oh, <laughs> oh that is. She's true. happy. You see Ooh. that? <laughs> she's content. 
photo is what we make her say. Photo evidence of Blossom coming out. There's no gun to her head. There's no shocky stick to her back. Exactly. She's just fully undrugged, saying to the press that she is happy. <laughs> Blossom is the Britney Spears of our uh, podcast. <laughs> oh my god. She is a Britney. You know what she is? An asset. <laughs> an asset. An asset who understands that her her dark storied history is part of who she is. <laughs> I love Tebow leaning into it. It's beautiful. <laughs> so we do what we got to do. Man. We can do what we got to do to get those rings, you know? Hell yeah. All right. Well, halftime over. Everybody's back out fucking juiced. I mean, Tebow's team got to talk to Nigel Uno and a very successful Hurricanes coach. <laughs> Cody's team Rod got- Brendamore, sir. Say his name. Say his fucking name. I don't Rod, know his last name. His first name is Rod. I'll just go with Rod. Rod. They saw Rod. Because he's got a huge fucking dick, and you know it. <laughs> That's how he commands right. respect in the locker room. Have you seen that schnoz? That's how you know. <laughs> one for one? God, I wish I could get this picture up. I... Is the picture of Rod Brindenor's dong? Well, no, we... but he's got a big nose, and it's I'd a good picture of his big it. nose. Are you going to make me imagine his dong, though? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Dude, if you haven't already, then you're doing yourself a disservice. Wow. This is Rod. <laughs> hey! That's his name. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's coming in with the killer. <laughs> you couldn't, like, give me a more masculine name than Rod. Rod's Rod. That's a Panthro. Rod Brindamore. Come on, man. Brindamore. And Cody's team got to see Rocky fucking Balboa. So, I mean, both of these teams are jacked. That's huge. They're, they're out. Flying around. I think this is a good time to bring up uh, who might be getting thrown out of this game because, as Tebow talked about, they're leaning. The, the leash is a little longer on on all of their bruisers, which they have a lot of. And uh, I mean, Cody's team just came out of the locker room with a boxer who just hyped them up. Do either of you believe that this action Hank Panthro duo is going to make it all four quarters? Or do we think Panthro's coming out of the locker room and clocking action Hank and everyone's just going to beat the shit out of Panthro now? Like, I, I mean, I'm throwing out a possibility here. Are may you going to that in or? May I? I think, I think when it comes, if we're talking about that matchup, I think those are two of the most disciplined players on the court. Oh. Um, they definitely are up there in strength and aggression, but I, I, I'm not too worried about them pulling any fouls against each other. I know for my team, we're definitely keeping a close eye on Grievous. Um, <laughs> you, you know, part of him being so obedient and docile is that he's always not the most critical, logical thinker. Aku, you know, he he's a leader. He commanded an empire. So, I mean, he, he, he'll definitely take the time. Grievous were a little worried about. Fortunately, because of his condition, I think losing him, if he gets kicked out, wouldn't be the biggest detriment. Um, <laughs> it, it would take Hank away from scoring a little bit, and he'll just kind of have to double down on more defense. Um, again, keep in mind, Blossom zooming around, and she's getting the steals, in this case, for Aku. Um, number five, still pretty preoccupied. Um, for sure. And jumping off of that, I uh... – Cody, your side of the, how do you feel about, are you guys like prodding at Grievous down low or are you just sort of like, you know what, we're fine to play this one five one five. You know, I, I mean, uh, 
in a, in a way we're kind of playing this game in three parts. Um, so I think with that strategy, I don't think, uh, aggression is going to take over too much, too often, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. What we're doing is, uh, I am leaving Jake and Aku essentially to their own devices. Now that that's not saying like, I'm not going to help Jake. Like I know Aku's like a bit more powerful for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of like, what we're doing is, uh, the one and two, uh, we're setting screens. We got, uh, Chase, just, a a repeat of the last episode when the only things I'll repeat, but Kevin Levin on blossom, that's entirely to absorb all the powers blossom's got going on. So to, you know, double down on that, Kevin Levin is taller blossom. <laughs> so, <to speak. laughs> blossom. Uh, so that's exactly that match- what I was about to hop into. That's, yeah. that's the matchup that I was about to start asking you guys more about, because as I mentioned, they really unlocked blossom. Tebow's team did in that last episode. And this matchup was not kind to her last time. Kevin Levin was absorbing. She was just sort of, uh, and like number five was sort of handling Jake the dog a little bit. But now that we flipped it, Kevin Levin is still all over Blossom. God of Basketball is on number five. I mean, that that backcourt has really pivoted back over. I think think that's a tough one to overcome this with Blossom and Kevin Levin. So... I guess my question in that is, Tebow, do you have an answer for Kevin Levin's absorption of Blossom's powers, which was happening a good deal in the last episode? Or are you just willing to let that rock and trust that the Aku over Jake the dog is that big of an advantage? I think that, I mean, I mean, obviously we made it through before with Kevin Levin taking Blossom's powers. Uh, so... Uh, Again, it's a bit it's a bit of just keeping the other one preoccupied. Um, and I mean, I'll give it to you, Cody. You're doing a good job of keeping my team preoccupied and you're, you're making it so we can get less people focusing on scoring. But with our coup over Jake the dog, I do still think that's a big advantage. And the main reason why is his having gotten into it since Shaggy his ability to get in people's minds and Jake, the dog, as we've established, he's a bit whimsical. Uh, he's a bit of a goof. Um, and he's got a lot of pie in the sky expectations, fantasies, and dreams. And I think Aku knowing that can exploit that getting into his head, showing him the real idyllic things that he wants to see and really really get his head out of the game. Uh, he, <laughs> he's going to make he's, he's he's an easily he's he's a he's he's easy to distract. He's easy to, he's easy to bring back, but he's also easy to distract. And I think if Aku can kind of keep that going while continuing to help move the ball around, that'll really help suppress a lot of your pushes and a, a lot of your attempts to bring the ball to the basket. Mm-hmm. Cody, you had a counterpoint. I do. And uh, this is in fault to me and fault of uh, just time. But uh, Adventure Time has a mini series going on on HBO Max. Uh, I don't know if it's still going or what, but the four episodes they put out are fucking phenomenal. If you like Ooh. Adventure Time, check it out. And <laughs> one of them, they talk about Finn and Jake being dead in the afterlife. Jesus. Uh, so Jake actually earns the there's 50 levels to death 
in uh, Adventure Time, he earns the 50th, the highest form of heaven. Okay. <laughs> he willingly leaves that once Finn dies later on in life, because obviously Jake's going to die sooner. He's a dog. Uh, <laughs> and he joins Finn to defeat literal death, <laughs> who also tries to get in his head, but he overcomes it for the sake of Finn and loyalty. So what I'm saying is, although we've painted this narrative that Jake is a cute little cartoon and all this, when it gets serious, when the fabric of my life is on the line <laughs> in this starting five final four, I, I wouldn't push that point as much as you seem to there. Fair. The question is, who is Jake loyal to since Finn is not around? Is is he loyal to he's loyal to this guy? <laughs> he's loyal to Cody Shadowbarger. I love it. All right. All right. <laughs> Jake, the dog's loyalty unquestioned. Um, that really leaves. I, just, uh, I didn't get to finish uh, previously. I'm sorry. I'd hate to interject, okay. but it's a huge part of my thing. Like yeah. I was it's saying, part of his thing. it's a huge <laughs> part of my thing, man. If you <laughs> would notice my lot. extensive vocabulary, uh, <laughs> I'm playing this game in three parts. I only talked about one. You're not Jake wrong. the dog on a coup. Okay. The other two parts are we're taking uh, powered up Kevin Levin setting screens, and GOB is immediately firing threes off of that screen. Okay. Letting them on go. any given chance that something Aku's doing or something Grievous is doing is not letting that happen on the perimeter, we're passing down to Fiskerton actually, and we're having Panthro set screens. It, and uh, Chase, you may not know this, but Fiskerton Saturday is eight foot tall. <laughs> uh, Grievous being seven foot one. Uh, Action Hank, I believe, six foot two. So we're switching on to six Action foot four. Hank. In the <laughs> An inch six taller foot than four. Johnny Bravo. That's An okay. Inch all right. I wasn't Johnny sure. Bravo. I couldn't remember. <laughs> somewhere somewhere in the low four. to mid sixes. Yeah. The point is, I don't know. Like, I'm like five, six or so. I'm not sure. But a foot and a half more than me is Kevin Durant. Okay. Do you think. <laughs> That I'm stopping Kevin Durant from getting down low. That's all I'm saying. So <laughs> that, that's what we're doing. It's pocketed. We're doing this duo against that duo. Jake on a coup. This duo against that duo. Okay. Okay. All screens. All smart basketball. Smart basketball. I like it. I like it. Oh, Tebow. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes match. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like I said before, you've done a great job of really singling out each player and making us really occupied, focused on one specific thing. And one thing I wish I had kind of touched on in the first half, and I'm, I know we really didn't have a like, a, like a first half conclusion, but a big part of my strategy here in the second half was to just really hold down the defense, try to get ahead and stay ahead, which has always kind of been the specialty of my team. So with what you have going on, I think that's really effective to keep my team from scoring, but I don't think it's the most effective to get your team to score. Keep in mind, we still have Aku, even though he's preoccupied with Jake, we still have him down low to not goaltend, but to be there for, for when Grievous falls with Fiskerton, for when fucking who else do you for when Panthro comes down. Um, I mean, I mean, you got you got a good push. You got a good, good, solid offensive line, and and I think it's tough. It, it's going to be a tough one, but I have a lot of confidence 
in my team to hold it down. And keep in mind, if if Levin is seven picks for basketball, where's five at? What do you think five is doing? You know what I'm saying? You think she's she? You think she's not distracting God? You think she's not down double covering folks? You know? I, I like the concept that number five is distracting God during this basketball. <laughs> Let's be clear. He's God of basketball. So he is a God, but it's not like he's the God, the Christian God, the true God. You can cut that out if you want. But Tebow's <laughs> team is preaching the gospel to the heathens of Cody's team who pray to the God of ba- the God of blasphemers. <laughs> hey, listen, man. The We've been the good game. word since April 25th or whenever. <laughs> to, to my point, I think I think you guys have done a great job of locking our team up in the second half. But the question is, can you get ahead of us? Um, again, we didn't really get a first half recap, so I'm not sure where we were at the end of that. But good point. <laughs> the, the point, the, our goal is to get ahead and then stay ahead. And, then and once, we're, once we're ahead, we're not worrying about widening the gap, we're worried about staying ahead, holding down the defense, doing what we can. I like it. Well, I think I think it's about that time. Final arguments, just as far as I mean, we have really we've gone deeper in these two teams than we have any other teams so far, just from the sheer number of times that they have faced each other. So I think I've got about all I can handle coming up on closing arguments. Chase, do you have uh, do you have anything else that's really been bugging you here in the last ten or so minutes? Or uh, yeah, but it's not worth bringing up. So. <laughs> Damn. All right then. What? Well, that's gonna hurt one of us. So I don't what? Know. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. no. No, Just no, no. What does that mean? Somebody, what somebody's that mean? getting sent home because Chase didn't speak. Jesus up. Christ. <laughs> what, no, 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 no. What no, does that mean? What do you got? Throw mean? it out there. Say your piece. Now you've hyped it up. It's got to be good. No, no, I've not hyped it up. I've doled it down. If <laughs> doled it down. Not at all. No. He's that, not going to say it. I'm not going to sleep right. tonight. <laughs> it's going to yeah, be I'm what? Unlocked it's going to haunt one of us. I don't know. All right. Well, and then the other one gets to hang out with Chase, so it just makes it even worse. <laughs> it's true, Coach Herman. I want to hear more about this Action Hank Panthro matchup. I feel like I haven't heard anything from Panthro, okay, this whole time, or Action Hank, to be honest. That's very fair. All right. Well, Cody, would you like to go first? Or? Yeah, Panthro first. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, just in case you didn't know, Chase Panther does have those extendable arms. Uh, they are metallic. <laughs> <laughs> so it is extendable arms versus extendable beard. What we haven't know what we haven't pointed out as a girthy as action Hank is, Panthro is that, you know, cartoony fucking like vascular girthy that you just <laughs> <laughs> Action Hank's rocking that massive dad bod like the mountain from Game of Thrones. Whereas, you know, I don't know, maybe Panther's more Brock Lesnar <laughs> from uh, Panther's fucking so, yoked for sure. Panthro lives just, in the gym. I think Panther has just enough of a strength advantage, in my opinion. I think he, he does have the height advantage from what we've, you know, established between ourselves. <laughs> and Yeah, really. And I think the stretchy of two arms is going to beat the stretchy of one beard mm. any day. 
Hey, his arms don't look metal, but oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know where he got that from, but it's in the because it's from the cartoon. That's hold like on, no, a, no, no. I mean, I'm looking at a bunch of pictures of the cartoon. Thundercats, I mean, 2011. Because if it was the old Thundercats, I have no idea what the fuck that was on. No, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, was this established? Was this established? I mean, at some going point, off 2011 Thundercats. At some point, Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is not the Panther I've been looking at. I didn't know that Panther existed. You aren't <laughs> even supposed to have a coup, all right? If we want to get into semantics. <laughs> that's, that's fair enough. <laughs> it was, Samurai Jack was supposed to be off the table, and I'm a bad moderator, so I let Samurai Jack be on the table. And so, therefore, Aku had to be on the table. <laughs> I could have been in this matchup. Shut <laughs> it down. Chase is ready to make his decision. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Aku worked to your benefit, Chase, so that didn't even matter. Like, yeah, that was like lost anyway. That was like one of my matchups I won, like, that's, that's fair. Yeah, that was Shaggy got in there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, 2011 Panthro. <laughs> I mean, was that all you had, Cody? Yeah, go, or, go ahead, man. Go okay. Ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I don't think there's much more to speak on with Panthro and Hank. I mean, we've heard so much about both of them through our previous matchups and other matchups. Uh, I guess I'll give you the metal arms. I will. I literally wasn't aware of that until now, which you know, it's no fault, no fault of yours. I, I didn't know what I was working with. You know, that's on me. Um, still has the girth, Hank. He still has the girth. He has the birth. He has the width. He has the 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 span. Um, still has the girth. Frankly, I, like I, I think they are. I think that pair is probably the least captivating pair on the court in my opinion which is probably why i feel like it wasn't spoken on a lot just just because they match each other so well they're just the two of them are just playing good control basketball i think they're just Um, the charles oakley's of each team like they're just like like not quite they're not like gonna fight and get thrown out quite as much maybe not charles oakley but like they're the guys who are like you come up someone let's say jake the dog stretchy dunks all over number five and like sort of like steps over her Allen Iverson style. I mean, action Hank is the one who's going to step in and be like, Whoa, all right, let's calm that shit down right now. You're not, you're not stepping over here. And I feel like Panthro and action Hank play that similar role of just like, listen, bud, you don't want this game to get out of hand because it can really get out of hand. If you want it to (laughs) shout out Popeye's spinach is the halftime snack last time. Oh, I didn't do halftime snacks this time. That might have decided the whole thing. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get it later. All right, well, the real question is, Chase, do you think we can decide the winner in three minutes and 45 seconds, or should we go to another commercial break and decide on the other side? I'm down to try it. You want to rock it now? I like it. All right. Um, He's like, I want to go to bed. I got work in the morning. I'm I agree with you wholeheartedly. All right. Well, in that case, are we ready to to forego final arguments? Because we have heard so much about both Can of these teams. Can I get teams? 10 seconds? Ten. All right. Well, if you get 10, then Tebow gets 10. 10 seconds. Go now. All right, so uh, Carl Weathers voices the god of basketball. If you don't know, that's Apollo fucking Creed from the Rocky movie. So the halftime speech means a lot more. God of basketball is giving us basketball powers to everyone because I hadn't said that yet. 
<laughs> it is important to say that again because I do feel like we didn't say that at the beginning because it was so obvious. All right, Tebow, 10 seconds, go. The person who voices the characters that we represent in this game should have literally zero bearing on their effect <laughs> on the game. We're talking about the characters themselves. It was for right. fun, Tebow. <laughs> fun. I'm here to win. <laughs> No fun allowed. All right. Well, the two of you are muted. We are going to speed dial through this. All right, Chase. You know, I guess let's let's just go ahead. Uh, matchups, the way I see it. Uh, got a basketball over number five, definitely. Kevin Levin, in this case, over Blossom. I think he had her number in the first round. He's got it again. Aku over Jake the Dog. Panthro over Action Hank. I think I've been bought over with the two over one. Grievous over Fiskerton. Do you see it any differently? <laughs> the drama. I love the Jake the Dog Aku matchup. I don't think Whoa. there's anybody on that team who's better prepared to take on pure evil than Jake, Jake the Dog. Okay, that would be the only change, and that would mean Cody wins every matchup except for Grievous over Fiskerton Saturday, which is pretty big time. And I think, you know, just to sum it up, yeah, I mean, I think Cody's team stewed over this long and hard. I think the switch GOB to point guard was massive. I, yeah, I mean, Aku is, a, is an iffy, and if he's even iffy, they need him to come through big time in this game. I like Cody in this one. Chase? Yeah. Aku's bullied through each team he's faced. So. And this it's, one just, uh, this one just didn't turn match. out for him. I agree. Well, look at us with a minute to spare. It was hard Tebow, fought. It was my well greatest done. adversary. My <laughs> wonderful friend. We will that find was a hell a of a way. time. We'll find a way to play these two teams against each other. One more we need time. the rubber match, man. The rubber. You're right. <laughs> We're one and one. We're one and one. We will Look get the Thibaut rubber talking. match. Thibaut's talking. He's muted. Ah, uh, that's a great way to episode. <laughs> Thibaut, say bye. Fuck you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Aku, I have the power now. <laughs> Incredible. Well, hard fought, boys. Shake of the hand, pat of the ass. Cody, we will see you in the final. Tebow. Thanks, boys. Maybe we'll Cody, do a place match. Cody, great game, buddy. Great, great game. game, man. Very good. Oh, yeah. Well done. GPs all around. Y'all take it easy out there. Peace. Heyo, bitches. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Starting Five. If you enjoyed it, or even if you didn't, be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at Starting57 and on Instagram at Starting5. Um, Y'all just, you know, keep living out there. Take it easy. <laughs>